Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Fashion month is in full swing, but as much as we'd like to go nuts on the shopping, our bank managers have killed that buzz. Ugh, bank managers. So we've got a treat in store for you and for us and for everybody. Set your alarms for midday on Sunday, October 1st for the Glamour Flash Sale. That's 12 hours of amazing discounts from fabulous beauty and fashion brands all on Glamour.com. Some of our favourites, Pixie, Storm, Vestiaire Collective, Links of London, Maids to Measure, Own the Look, Perfectal. But there is so much going on and we can't wait to share it with you. So head to Glamour.com, select Flash Sale from the drop-down menu for a sneak preview and put October 1st in your diary now. Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Glamour Hey It's Okay Where Now. We have had some phenomenal guests on Hey It's Okay of the year as you know. But we've actually got an actual literal legend in the house today. It's Mr. John Legend. Hello. Hi. Joined today by myself, Joe Elvin, Editor-in-Chief of Glamour, and James Williams, Deputy Editor of Glamour. Yes. You had to think about that for a second. Pod-covered stud is what I wanted to say. <laughs> oh. That's, that's his nickname. No. I've got some, you know, some stiff... Pod-covered stud? Yeah. I think it's a joke, really, oh. John. And you, you're giving me some serious competition today. That's a good name. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of stud, I saw you on stage last night. You've got some moves. You were there last night? I've seen lots of footage oh. of what's actually my worst nightmare. Some girl, like, really, really happy that you pulled her on stage uh-huh. to dance. Your nightmare would to be pulled up? I would rather up. die. <laughs> a lot of people don't know what they're getting into, and they get a little bit shy when they get up but there. But aren't you nervous about someone just standing there and, like, bursting into tears? Or well, oh, my, only no worry, my, only, my only worry is that they will get too nervous and they won't move at all. Yeah. Yes, but otherwise it's usually pretty fun. Well, because I think you are you're either a person who loves audience participation in life or you literally get paralysed with fear, <laughs> and I'm with you, Joe. Like, literally, <laughs> I, I once had to ask to swap seats at a concert because I was too close. Yes. I, was, I, I was literally front row, and I found it too intimidating, so I actually swapped with people four rows behind me. Yeah, I like to be a little further back, too. <laughs> the sound's better further yeah. back, too. That's a, a good secret to know. But at least you can dance. I can't. Dance. I can dance okay, you know. I'm not a great you know, dancer. I still, I th- the, the review <laughs> I read this morning referred to you as a sex genie. That's oh, got to be oh something my. to do with 
Oh, that was in The Guardian. I saw that. Yeah. yeah. Sex so, genie. I thought you might have. I knew you would read it. Uh, yeah. My wife, you know, we'll talk about that later. You've got to add agrees. that to your Instagram, you know, <laughs> bio now, John. Sex genie. Sing I think, a songwriter, sex I genie. I think what it meant was that I am helping to uh, encourage all the couples out there to procreate. Um, <laughs> After the show. You need to come up with a nickname. You know when um, Fifty Shades of Grey became a thing? Uh-huh. And the uh, hypothesis was that loads of people were getting together and having babies after they'd read Fifty Shades of Grey. And all those babies were called Grabies. Oh, Grabies. <laughs> so you need one for you. Ooh, Little Legends. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> little Legends. Speaking of, how is your beautiful, beautiful daughter? Oh, she's doing well. She just got to London yesterday, and uh, she'll be with me all week. I'm very excited about that. It's um, very sort of top secret at the moment, but we worked with John in LA a few weeks ago for something yes. super exciting that's coming up yes. later. And I've got to tell you, meeting Luna was on my bucket list. <laughs> yes. And, you know, she's ridiculously she is, cute. She's very cute, and she's a lot of fun right now. She's at a good age where she's... Very social, even though she, she can't speak in English sentences, she can just speak in babble sentences right now, but um, she's very engaging and engaged with the rest of the world, so it's fun. Yeah. And so what, what are your hopes for her? Have you got, got any sort of idea of what you want her to be? Or Well, I keep nudging her toward the piano, but I'm yeah. not trying to be forceful about it. I just, yeah. you know... Um, I just have a big one right in the living room and, you know, she plays it with me sometimes. Oh, we love her. And how's the tour going? It's going so well. Yeah. Uh, we've done three cities in the UK so far and uh, they've been wonderful. We play London tomorrow night. Exciting. And that's going to be really fun and uh, we've got quite a few cities. This is the most I've done in the UK uh, on any tour before. Mm -hmm. How do you find the UK audience? They're really good. Yeah. Really good. Yeah. Are they, how do we compare with the crazies of the rest of the world? I mean, where, where are the craziest crowds, did you say? Crazy, I mean, the most, I think the most energetic crowds I have are in South Africa. Oh, really? Yes. South Korea is actually um, very, 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 uh, like, like, loud and fun and engaged. But uh, the UK crowds are, are right up there, though. They're, they're very fun. Coming from Australia, I, I think it's... You're just grateful in the Southern Hemisphere <laughs> when people come to see yeah, you. Yeah, I think so. It's I, a long way away to you. Yeah. Like, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's but, true. But you've been coming to the UK now on and off a long time. Do you feel pretty much at home here now? I feel very much at home. I've been to London so many times. The, uh, uh, the first time I came was with Kanye. We were with Dame Dash, uh, and Kanye was signed to Rockefeller. And he uh, was bringing Kanye over here as a brand new artist on his label. And I was Kanye's sidekick. I would like, you know, sing all the hooks when Kanye was rapping, and that was the first time I came here. What's it like being that Kanye's sidekick? That was back sidekick? in like 2000. <laughs> that was in 2003 or four. Is it fun being Kanye's sidekick? It was fun. I imagine yeah. that'd be quite demanding. <laughs> it was fun. I mean, it was like we were all just excited to be there. You know, he was a brand new artist. I was brand new. And did he ever actually shout at anybody? Bring me my damn croissant. <laughs> no. Oh. You know, he evolved. <laughs> He was, he was still, you know, young and, and happy to be there. <laughs> when you can eat croissants, you know, you, yeah. can't, you get yeah. on in life, you can't yeah. eat so many, can He's you? developed a, more of a taste for croissants now. Yeah. Have you spoken to him lately? Uh, last time I saw, it was a, it's been a couple months now. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Because I, I was um, thinking of you the other day. We've got a story oh. in the December issue of Glamour. It's Christmas Chris, in Glamour already. Chris, oh. Chris Jenner gave us an interview about her Christmas parties. Yeah, I've been. Which sound? I know. No. Yeah. She told us all about. Although she did, she mentioned the hot dog stand more than. <laughs> The sort of like she directed a hot dog stand. She did mention that more than you performed. <laughs> that sounds like Chrissy. Yeah. Chrissy's highlight would be the hot dog stand too. <laughs> I've never been around such lavishness. Oh my god, we all read that feature when I want an invite next year. Can you get us an invite, John? We've got to get in. I'll talk time. to Chris about it. Come on, go to the top dog. And get we have a really good Christmas party too. Oh, we had our first one last year. A rival one. It's not rival. <laughs> it's, it's on another day. We would never compete with Chris's party. Hers is on Christmas Eve, though. I was going to say, take mm-hmm. some beating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a competitive guest listing there. Coming to an issue of No, I, I said we. she comes to ours and we go to hers. Nice. Very yes. nice. Now, I do want to know one thing. I hope you don't mind me asking mm-hmm. this. Have you got any tips for how uh, myself and the Glamour audience can be best friends with Chrissy? <laughs> well, she <laughs> makes a lot of friends thoughts. on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she does. She does yeah. have her own Twitter. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. She uh, she really is very engaged on Twitter, and she she actually like really likes interacting with with people on Twitter. Yeah. I've noticed that. Do you ever? Does she ever tweet something there, and you think, oh, babe, please don't. <laughs> Um, she knows, she's very savvy, and she knows when she's stepping in it, and <laughs> she, she voluntarily steps in it when she wants to. I think that's why I like her, though. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. She's, uh, she's, uh, more fearless than most, I would say. Yeah. yeah. I think it's, she's very inspiring in that way. Yeah. Yeah. So, John, are you ready to play Hey, It's Okay? Okay, I'm ready to play. <laughs> <laughs> Here's what we do. It's it's almost like being at a glamour features meeting, John. Mm-hmm. This is okay. the kind of stuff that we discuss. And am I on the staff now? Yeah. Oh, yeah All yeah. right. For yeah. the next few minutes, you are. It does not pay quite as well <laughs> as being an international <laughs> music star. Oh no. You may have to cut back the budget. I on may the have to sell the house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you could sell the house, that'd be great, actually, because then we could. Yeah. But not until we've been to the Christmas yeah. party. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right. So, John, is it okay to? Ignore your critics. I think I think it's okay to pay attention to your critics, right? Because um, sometimes it's constructive and can be helpful. Um, I think everything in moderation, because if you let your critics get in your head too much, it can be paralyzing. But I think it's okay to listen to your critics because uh, you can get some helpful, uh, you know advice and uh, constructive criticism from it. Well, that's very magnanimous, but how, how do you draw the line? How do you, where does the self-awareness begin and end for me? As I think, you know, what, what, what do I listen to and think, oh God, yeah, I really need to change something fundamental about myself, or, oh, they know nothing. Where's the well, middle Well, I feel like I can tell when a critic is coming from a place of knowledge and, um, like, honesty, and then I can tell when someone is just being snarky and 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 just being a dick. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I think a lot of critics do feel the need just to be critical for the sake of it, don't they? Yeah, well, I think part of it is, you know, with... I think the uh, entire business of cultural criticism is kind of um, waning, which is not good, I, I think, for society. Um, but I think for uh, critics to get paid attention to, they have to, to uh, write something that's a... A real takedown. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, it's hard for them to get noticed. Uh, and so, I think in this 
landscape where everything, everybody's online writing and everybody's blogging and everybody's doing everything, it's harder to get noticed. And I think some critics have to, they feel like they have to, to be extremely snarky or really take down uh, I guess social media big, yeah, has made everyone a critic. Yeah, you know, exactly. So I think the, it's kind of almost a lost art. Which is a shame because I think cultural criticism is important. I think that's true though because I think sometimes if I, I notice particularly on something like a women's magazine, if we write something nice about something, it's it tends to be perceived as weaker journalism. Yeah. Just through being positive. Yeah. yeah. And I find that quite sad. Yeah, and so I think in some ways there's a premium on you know being snarky, mm-hmm. a little shock value. But I think there's still a lot of critics that are really honest and. and right from a place of really loving art and loving music and and just wanting to, you know, uh, appreciate it in an honest way. And what's the process for you? What's the mental process if something has really, you feel a bit kicked in the guts by something, something really wounded you? Does that ever happen? Well, I've been upset by a critic for uh, before and and... If they just write one thing bad about me, then I think, oh, maybe like they were just being honest and they didn't like it. But then um, uh, there was a particular critic that kept writing really like just nasty things about me, and they were dishonest too because he would say things about my show that just weren't true. Like I was there, I know what happened, <laughs> and it was like he was trying to make it fit his own narrative, and so I just started to ignore it. But what is it? It's so true. Somebody once said to me, you know, you'll hear a hundred lovely things said mm-hmm. about you and it takes one bad thing and you will replay the bad thing over and over and over in your head. You'll ignore and discredit all the lovely things and focus and zone in on that one negative thing. And I think I, that's where this balance comes in. I'm more of a glass half full kind of person just by disposition. So I still like pay attention to the good ones too. <laughs> but but the, the bad ones, they sting a little bit. Have you? Uh, and is it something that's got easier as you've gotten older and you're, you're further on your career? Or did, did you struggle earlier well, on with the criticism? Well, I think um, most importantly, the fans are the most important uh, uh, judge of, of whether or not the show was good or the album is good. If they love it, then I'm happy. Mm. But also, we were saying earlier as well. At what point as well did being popular mean you have to be criticised? You know, sometimes you know people feel the need to tear down. Sure. You know. When you're new, critics usually don't tear you down because no. uh, they, there's a premium on kind of discovering something new and, and uh, a critic will kind of uh, feel cool that they get to introduce something yeah. new to uh, the fans. Mm-hmm. But once you're already big, then the, that coolness of introducing you is gone. And so the only thing left is to take you down. <laughs> but I think you said the right thing. It's about trying to find, because you, know, you, you can't dismiss, I think, critics totally. But yeah, I, think, you know, I still think there are a lot of critics that are really right from an honest place, and, and it, they really take it seriously. I've met you a couple of times, and I, I already I've formed a huge worldview of who you are. But, no, <laughs> no, but um, it's, I can't imagine you ever getting angry about anything. <laughs> I am very slow to anger. I am... Almost frustratingly so to people that are friends with me <laughs> and my wife. <laughs> Publicist nodding in the corner. <laughs> yeah, um, it's like they almost want to see me get madder, but I just don't get very upset. You're too chill. <laughs> are you like my husband in that I know I've really, really crossed the line if he goes incredibly silent, if he actually <laughs> stops engaging? That's when I all. That's when I know. Yeah, I just don't get very mad. <laughs> I just don't, honestly, and uh, it's not like I'm like forcing it down or suppressing it. It's just, I'm just not that angry. You need to bottle that in some sort of medication. You could make a fortune. No, that's the gauntlet, right? <laughs> Let's see if we can make John Legend angry. 
Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. <laughs> okay John Legend to follow your heart rather than your head well the distinction between your heart and your head is, is very unscientific obviously mm -hmm. because it's all in your head pretty much <laughs> even wow. the thing we call our heart is in our head that is um, probably <laughs> I was not expecting such an unromantic <laughs> take on it from the sex genie but, <laughs> but yeah. that being said yeah. Heart is obviously something we use kind of metaphorically to represent, you know, passion and and um, I think it's important to follow your passion. But that's what I was going to say. You must have had people in your youth who, you know, thought it wasn't very sensible at all to be embarking exactly. on this artistic I've, career. I've literally followed my passion. Yeah. And I, I kind of like had the safety net of going to a nice university and getting a good job out of out of university and all that. But at the end of the day, I followed my passion. I followed my heart. And look what happened. Even though it's just an organ that, you know, pumps blood. Oh, man. <laughs> ruin it. I know. It's getting, getting very scientific. It's a biological one. I mean, I guess, yeah. I think ultimately what's lying here is, you know, do you, when it comes down to decisions, do you mm -hmm. ultimately, are you more emotional or are you more level-headed when it comes to Well, it? I think, what, especially as an artist, you have to follow your heart because I think it's important uh, you let your love and your passion and your taste guide you more so than the numbers or the, you know, or a, a bunch of business motivations. You have to be motivated by you loving the art that you're creating and, and, and wanting it to be as beautiful as possible. Do you have any advice, though, because for every John Legend, there's probably thousands of people for whom it's never going to happen. Yeah. How, at what stage do you have that conversation with yourself? At what stage do you sort of say, listen, this is, I need to do something else this is not gonna well I think you start to get a sense from other people's reactions to your music and like you know um, you can tell if, if and, and I think now especially uh, 
with streaming and other uh, other ways of really measuring if people like what you're doing. Um, you know, you can see how many people are listening to you on SoundCloud, and if they keep coming back to to listen again, you can tell that people show up to your shows. You know, after a while, if no one's listening and no one's giving you great feedback and and no one's coming to your shows, maybe you, you've picked the wrong profession. Mm. Have you ever had a, a dream that you've had to let go of, though? Was that ever something that you've experienced? To be a great athlete, I had to let, <laughs> let, let go of that dream when I was about eight years old. <laughs> what was the event? What do you, what, what do you yeah. imagine yourself doing? I could just tell I wasn't as good as my you know, compatriots. And, uh, I see, that's interesting. So some people wouldn't give up, though. Well, I, mean? I still do it for fun, but you know yeah. what, when you're really good at something, like singing, yeah, and you know, when you're not so good, like, you know, sports. <laughs> but I guess that's a good thing about being a parent, I, guess, I always imagine that would be quite hard, you know, how do you, if you, you can tell when your child is gifted in certain fields rather than Yes, and, but I think there's, I think there's a couple things, because I think sometimes we over buy into the idea that someone's just good at something, mm. or they're just bad at something, because you really can get better at something too. Like, I don't like when people are like, well, I'm just bad at math. Like, you can get better at math. You, oh, you, no, you, I'm not you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. People always say, yeah, I can't yeah. cook. Yeah, yeah, I think you can learn to do things. It's just a matter of whether or not you put in the time to do it. And you have to make a decision whether it's worth your time too because you, you can't be great at everything and you have to decide whether or not it's worth investing your time into getting better. But... But you can get better at things. What are you really bad at, John? Come on, tell us. What's the one thing? I told you, sports. But uh, come on. You, you, you said you were fairly accomplished. But I mean, talk about cooking, for example. I mean, Chrissy's a I'm great pretty good cook. at cooking, actually. You both, because I was yeah. saying, Chrissy's obviously got a book coming out. Has a book coming yeah, out? Yeah, Chrissy's is the it? queen of the kitchen, but uh, you hold I'm, your own. I am her uh, sous chef. Ah. And, and I'm very helpful. I, What's the signature dish? Mine, fried chicken. Oh. Very nice. You need to do a bit of sports to run that off. Yes. <laughs> All of my signature dishes are very unhealthy. This Christmas party is shaping up very nicely. <laughs> John Legend, I know you're going to have an opinion on this. <laughs> is it okay to have a partner who is also your best friend? Of course. Well, there's been a lot of debate in the Glamour office about this recently. Okay. Some people feel that in our office, and I, I'm on your side, but I, a lot of people in the office feel like that's just the unsexiest thing, is to have a partner who is also your pal. Well, you make pal sound so like, <laughs> unsexy. <laughs> I have sex with my best friend. Really? <laughs> we really enjoy She's it. She's a swell pal. <laughs> I think it's my thing, I think what some people think of, and I think, you know, you're very cautious, I think, some people are, of, of becoming that couple that does everything together. Their friends right. are all the same. And we yeah. don't do everything together, but yeah. we are we are best friends, I think. And, uh, like, we will watch TV together, and we'll, we obviously are raising a child together. Which you all seem to laugh a lot together. Yeah, we I laugh a lot together. Crucial. We, I mean, we, uh, you know, we'll share articles we read and uh, laugh or, you know, be shocked or be intrigued by the article and, you know. Yeah. It's, I, I mean, it's different than friends that are platonic because, I mean, like she has girlfriends that she'll talk about other things with. Um, but, you know, I think we're best friends and I think we're also really romantic too. Yeah, and I, I think it's important to have, to, for that person in your life to be the one whose company you never tire of and who yeah. you really want to be around and you share all that common ground. I don't, I don't think that's unsexy. 
but some people do. I do think it's nice to have little breaks from each other. Of but course, but yeah. you know, I'm on the road a lot, so we have built-in breaks from each other. So when we see each other, it's very like we're excited to see each other. Do you have a rule that you you'll only go a certain length of time without seeing each other? We have a unwritten rule. It's like we try not to go more than a couple weeks yeah. away from each other. Uh, so hmm. even on this European tour, we're trying to make that happen. But I think yeah. I think it's about because I I sometimes have this, some of my friends who are couples. You know, if if they broke up, it would be very awkward because all of their friends are the same. They don't seem to have independent friendship groups. Sure. And I think that's what's buying into a lot of this argument is that sometimes you, you become that couple that literally your world is the same. So don't get divorced. <laughs> yeah, to be honest, it's a good, it's a good incentive. It's still one of my favourite Gwyneth Paltrow quotes when she's sort of asking her father, you know, how come you and mum, how did you manage to have this relationship? So he said, well, neither of us wanted to get divorced at the same time. Yeah. But I always love that. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, and the thing is, you're always... Probably every couple probably goes through moments when at least one person is like, "Is it worth it?" You know. Mm. But from what I've seen of divorce, uh, I think it's almost always worth trying to stick it out. It's a ball ache. Yeah. yeah. Right. It just it's costly. Yeah. Things get yeah. nasty. Especially with kids. Yeah. I can't imagine us like splitting custody. And, yeah. Oh. Exactly. Yeah. I can't imagine. Now, were you on stage last night, or were you? indeed um, in the hotel room with Chrissy watching Naked Attraction <laughs> she was in London I was in Nottingham finishing my show and I got on the bus and was reading her Twitter and, and saw we love the fact what she, she was doing yeah yeah. do you know have you seen the show do you, do you I have not oh, it's quite but she something. showed me a clip that she took on her phone because she was so amazed by it yeah, yeah. It, make, it makes you really proud to be British you see that going global. You guys are, are really innovative when it comes to... <laughs> no, honestly. I think a lot of the world, rest of the world takes a lot of cues from Britain when it comes to um, reality programming. God, do you feel proud of that? I know. Now? It's like, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Love Island. Love Island's been sold all around the world now. Yeah. The, yeah. I mean, they, the ideas, they spread. Yeah. Yeah. You guys are trendsetters. You've got your own reality show coming up, right? Um, I don't think anyone's naked in it though. You're rapping competition. Oh, we have lots of shows. I was gonna. Say, I was like, which one? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because we have a lot of shows in development. That one's in very, very early development. So uh, we'll see. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, John Legend, thank you so much for being an absolute legend yes. and coming thank to you. the podcast. I hope the rest of the tour goes amazingly well. Thank you very much. Give that baby a squeeze for me. I will. <laughs> and yeah. I'm sorry she's not here. Oh, we us too. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. 
When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.